Hello there. Um, I just wanted to share some thoughts about lockdown um, and just tell a couple of stories really um, about things that I've experienced during lockdown and I'm hoping that the Holy Spirit will be inviting you into um, your own encounter with him as I share some of these thoughts. Um, I think certainly at church and I've also found at work during lockdown I think we've done really well. We've progressed our communication, um, we've progressed how we deliver um, what we deliver on a Sunday and in the week as well. Who'd have thought um, that we'd have had a one event like we've just had? Um, and I know David brought that prophetic word, didn't he, at the beginning of the year about it being a new era. It certainly is a new era. And I think some of the things we've adopted during lockdown will stay with us. I know certainly at work, I work for the health service and I see patients on a daily basis. I've been working um, full-time during lockdown and I've been using Zoom and other video consultation, um, I don't know what the word is, software, um, in order to be able to see my patients face to face but not actually be in the same room with them. And we're going to continue to do that as a service because there are some patients who are either too unwell to come to a clinic appointment or for whatever reason were unable to access our clinic, whereas now we've found a way where they can. And I think the same is true of church. People who were unable to access church, um, we've now found a way where they can. So it's been an interesting time. And that led me to be thinking about transformation. I think things are being transformed. Um, and of course, there's that great scripture in 2 Corinthians um, 3.18, um, which talks about us being transformed from one degree of glory to another. And I think, that, you know, is that what's happened to our church? Is that what's happened to my work service, that we've been transformed from where we were, which was good, but actually, are we better now? And as things um, go back to more face-to-face -face involvement again, we're not going to lose the new that we've learned. Um, I think it's been an interesting time. And that scripture about transformation as well um, has a beautiful phrase in it where it talks about and we with unveiled faces, um, which reminds me of the beloved and the lover in Song of Songs where the beloved wants to take her veil off so she can meet with her lover face to face. And then of course there's the veil that Moses wore that actually um, said that people didn't encounter the glory that was shining off his face but before God. He removed his veil. So as we come to him with unveiled faces to behold him, so we're changed. And I've been sort of combining um, that as a prayer with um, Psalm 139. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. And I've been combining those as a prayer during... Um, lockdown to try to push into um, all that God's got for me but also just to know him I want to know him I want to encounter him on a deeper level I often um, when I come to my quiet time I'll often think back and think was I closer to you yesterday Jesus than I am today is there a time when I can think back over the past few weeks months or years when I was closer to you than I am now and if that's the case, if I can remember that time, then I've backslidden. You know, I've slidden away from you and I don't want that. I want to be closer to you today than I've ever been. I don't want to forget my first love. I want to be pursuing you and um, learning how to um, stay united with you. I think the Amplified says be vitally united um, in the vine. 
So I've been intentionally going after this and one of the things that came up to do with um, lockdown for me is um, a couple of stories that I want to share on obedience. So I've had in the past, I've had a great relationship with obedience. Be obedience has um, saved me from a lot of tricky situations. Um, but there was one situation where I went to see somebody who I love dearly um, and they were in a very difficult situation. They were facing life or death surgery and we didn't know whether they would survive. And I went to see them and um, my head was saying I should pray a prayer of faith. The prayer of faith heals the sick. I should pray a prayer of faith. Um, Jesus has given all power. He has all power. He's given all power to me. I've been commissioned to heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out demons. Um, but I didn't believe it. So I just said to Jesus, I've got a very open um, and honest relationship with Jesus. So I just said, okay, my head is saying, pray a prayer of faith. My heart is saying, I don't believe it. So there's no point in doing it because I don't believe anything will change. Um, so I visited with my person and we went for a little walk. And then while we were coming back to their room, um, I felt Jesus say to me, could you pray a prayer of obedience? And I thought about it and I thought, yeah, I can because that's not on me. <laughs> you know, I can do as I'm told and that's not on me. Um, so I prayed a prayer of obedience, um, asked the person if I could pray for healing for them. And they said, yes, absolutely. So I prayed a prayer of healing, didn't believe it. Um, but Jesus lifted the pressure off me by saying, just pray a prayer of obedience. So I knew I wasn't praying a prayer of faith and that freed me. Um, so I prayed my prayer of obedience and then we had a bit of a worship time, sung a couple of songs. During the worship time I saw my friend on the operating table with three or four surgeons around her and I heard the voice of God say, not today. And I knew it meant that she would survive, that she wasn't going to die on the operating table and that even though this was risky surgery, she would be safe. And suddenly I wanted to pray a prayer of faith. I was ready to pray a prayer of faith. Um, and so I said, can I pray again? And I prayed again. Um, and she went through surgery and she was fine. It was a remarkable outcome. Even some of the um, surgeons were saying, we've not known things go this well. And I was so grateful to God. So obedience was um, a friend to me. It rescued me and helped me um, see a great outcome for my friend. But over summer, I've been hearing about obedience again. I've joined a few courses online and um, I've heard people talk about being obe obeying Jesus and being obedient and it's been irritating me. Every time I hear somebody say, oh, we just want to obey, I've got irritated. Oh, stop talking about obedience. Um, so um, I've been a Christian long enough now to know that when something like that starts to show itself, the best thing to do is deal with it. Don't pretend it's not happening, don't back off, push into it and find out what's going on. So I went back to Jesus and said, what is this, what's going on? And I don't know whether you guys remember Keys for Freedom, um, but I love Keys for Freedom. I love, I still go through the book. I love the image of the tree. So if you went through Keys for Freedom, there's a great image of a tree and it talks about the roots um, that then influence the branches and what fruit is born on the tree. Um, and so I was praying for roots. What is the root of this? What's going on? I thought I was okay with obedience. And then I remembered my parents um, when I was little, I was only about six or so, but I remember my brothers being told off. I was the youngest, I didn't get told off. I was angelic. Um, <laughs> don't, don't ask my brothers about my behaviour. But they were often getting told off. Um, and I remember my parents would use that phrase, just do as you're told. And it's the very phrase that rescued me when I was praying for my friend, that lifted pressure off me. Um, 
but actually now it was it had a bittersweet taste to it and when I pursued that and started to pray about that um, I recognized that deep within me there was a belief that there's an element of obedience that is obeying the taskmaster if you think back to um, the parable of the talents um, and the taskmaster is expecting um, has, has great expectations of those that is given the talents to and there was an element of me that believed that of God um, and he really gently and beautifully unpacked that um, within me so I could see my heart and so I could see um, what, what needed dealing with that was an aspect of my belief in who he was um, that was stopping me moving into intimacy with him, moving into greater intimacy with him. You know, he'd searched me and found this anxious thought, this hidden thought. So I started to bring it all to him. So the answer to all these things is always forgiveness. So I forgave my parents. I forgave myself for my belief. I apologize to God for um, calling him something he isn't, for misrepresenting him to myself. Um, and found an incredible place of release. And I just felt the Lord saying that there are some of you who feel you're back at square one. I could have thought that. I could have thought, I thought I'd cracked obedience. I thought, you know, I worked well with obedience. And I could have thought, oh, I'm back at square one. But I knew I wasn't. I knew this was a different place. This was progression. This was transformation. I was moving forward not backward. And I felt the Lord saying to share this story because some of you feel during lockdown you've gone back to square one. And I feel that Jesus is saying, no, you haven't. Look around. You are in a different place. You have had different experiences. This isn't square one. This is going into a deeper transformation and a deeper encounter with him. I also felt as I was praying that there was a couple of things that came to mind. Um, if there's anybody who's watching or listening and you've got a left shoulder problem where it's a rotator cuff problem, you can't rotate your shoulder or you can't move your arm away from your body, um, I believe Jesus wants to um, heal you, particularly if there's anybody called Paul who's experiencing that. And I also felt Jesus is calling somebody called Maggie, um, a lady who's been involved in um, spiritualism for a number of years and has actually become quite experienced and expert and competent to the point where, Maggie, you have out-of-body experiences. Um, but I'm here to tell you that Jesus is calling your name. And there are things that are not satisfying you. There's a disquiet and a dissatisfaction um, that's been a part of that experience for you in recent weeks and months. And it's because Jesus is calling you. So if that's you, contact us because um, Jesus definitely wants to meet you and again bring some healing to you um, so if that's meaningful to any of you guys do contact us um, and we can guide you in terms of um, you either receiving prayer or give you advice um, but the Holy Spirit can come now so let's just ask him to come right where we are right now yeah, Holy Spirit, thank you. Thank you for what you've done for me and my journey. And I just pray for my friends, for people I know, for people I haven't yet had the pleasure of meeting who are watching this or listening to this. And I just ask that you come now. Fill the room where they're sitting with your very presence. Let them know your peace. Let them know your presence. Let them feel a change, a change in the atmosphere, 
an invitation into something deeper than they've known before. Yeah, let them know you. Yeah, in Jesus' name. Yeah, thank you, Father. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening.